Well, kia ora, hello and welcome to the Coast Vineyard Podcast. Whether you're a regular or a first-time listener, it's so good to have you listening in. We hope and pray that wherever you may find yourself at today, that the message that you're about to hear would be helpful for your journey of faith. So without further ado, let's get into this week's message. Well, hi everyone. So glad to have you watching today. And uh, hey, we're in week 12 of uh, not being able to do church together and uh, just six more Sundays until Christmas. But it has been just so nice to be able to see some of you. Uh, we had the kids drive-by pickup uh, in Silverdale, uh, contactless, of course, but uh, that was great. And the beach bubble bumps, uh, which we're doing again this afternoon at Manly Beach uh, from 2 p.m., which will be fun to see there if you'd like to bump into us on the beach. So, hey, look, we know that there is such a lot going on in our nation. Some of you are asking about, hey, what are we going to do? There's all these changes that they're talking about. Um, with uh, as the COVID management uh, team tell us, you know, different things. And uh, just to say again that at Coast Vineyard, we are, we're just making decisions week by week. We've seen in other countries that come out with a policy and then they'd change it a week later or a couple of weeks later or make amendments or adjustments or clarifications. So, um, but I would want to say that if you did want to talk about what is going on, uh, please do give me a call and I'd really value being able to hear uh, your heart in this time. Sound good? Alright, hey, well today we're just starting another mini-series called Better Together and today I want to talk about how we are made for each other. Now if that sounds like a line from a song, you are right, there was a terrible song by the Monkees uh, in 1968 that came out and there has been plenty of other terrible country music songs that have got that line uh, in the song, we are made for each other, but it's true, like our God is our creator and we are designed and we are made for each other. Well, What do they do uh, as a punishment in prisons? solitary confinement. Uh, many of you will have seen the, the Tom Hanks movie Castaway and it shows just how people just slowly lose their grip on reality when they only have themselves for company to the point where you make a fake person out of a Wilson volleyball, stuff it full of straw, paint a face on it so that you've got a friend to talk to. Now as we read the creation story and that's what our kids are actually doing. Our coast kids are going through that uh, currently with their things that they're doing. But we read in Genesis 2, it says, It is not good for man to be alone. And and like I know that, that a man cave can be nice to escape to from time to time, but we are not made to be alone. And and, and being alone is, is not just the absence of people. It's the absence of connection. I mean, you can be... You can be lonely in a busy mall. Well, you can't really in Auckland at the moment, but maybe next week. But you know what I mean? You can There can be plenty of people around you and still be lonely because there's no connection. You know, Being relationally connected, it's life-giving. It's the antidote to loneliness. And real relational connection, it requires some kind of commitment. I'm going to choose to journey with you as a friend, maybe as a co-worker, as a partner or spouse, as a fellow Christian, real connection 
needs some kind of commitment. But it's so worthwhile as we're just going to look at today. Won't be talking for long today, but we're going to look at that. But let's pray. Just encourage you, just if you're listening, just to stop and open your heart to uh, to what God would have for you today. So, Father, we pray now that you would open our hearts and plant in our hearts what you need us to grab a hold of today. Holy Spirit, we welcome you and we say, come. Come and work in our hearts, work in our in our minds. Renew us, restore us heal us and speak to us words of life and words of encouragement that would lead us on into the fullness of your kingdom amen all right so so god's people we're called to be together to do life together and and god's people that's that's us okay we're people who have said yes to the invitation of god to live in his forgiveness and his love and his life okay so that's that's us and if that's not you, could I just encourage you, this is the best thing you can step into, is to, is to knowing God and following God. And uh, I encourage you to uh, explore that more. But in the Bible, uh, in the whole book of Ephesians, in the book of Ephesians, it's just a short part of the Bible, but it's the, uh, Paul the Apostle wrote a letter to the church in Ephesus. And this whole letter, it just talks about the wonder and glory of the church and our invitation and calling into it. Like, listen to this, Ephesians chapter 2. Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. In him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in Him, you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by His Spirit. Like, what a great picture of the church, this living building in which each of us is uh, a part of and uh, a building that's made out of all of us with Christ as the cornerstone and where God lives by His Spirit. Now, the whole first three chapters of Ephesians talks about the wonder of each of us being called to be a part of this incredible work of God, which is His church. And then in chapter 4, He encourages us, us to live this out in real life. Listen to this. So this is both inspiring and challenging. All right, listen to this. Ephesians 4, uh, verse 1. This is, remember, Paul the Apostle talking to the church. As a prisoner for the Lord then, he was in jail at that time as he was writing this, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all, through all, and in all. That's us. See, Paul, the apostles, urging us to make it our goal to live a life worthy of our calling. This calling to be God's people together. This calling to be His church, that would be His um, His hands and His feet and His uh, His voice into the world. But to play that part in being church together that reflects the glory of God, we have to bring certain attitudes. He's saying we have to bring humility, gentleness, patience, 
I think we all know there's a lot of noise and emotion at the moment in our city, in our nation, which is understandable when we've been had so many of our freedoms restricted as we work through this pandemic. But it just encouraged my heart when I see humility and I see gentleness and I see patience. You know, if you wanted to find out what our scriptures teach us about how we should be the church together, uh, get online, get some Bible search website like Bible Gateway and search for the phrase one another. Here are some of the things that you're going to find. Brace yourself. Honor one another. Be devoted to one another. Love one another deeply. Live in harmony with one another. Confess your sins to one another. Accept one another. Instruct one another. Greet one another. Encourage one another. Serve one another. Bear with one another. Be kind and compassionate to one another. Submit to one another. Forgive one another. Teach and admonish one another. Offer hospitality to one another. Spur one another on to love and good deeds. We have been created to do life together. We're made for each other. And sometimes it's easy and sometimes it's hard. But I'll tell you this, it is always good. It always has the potential to be good. I just want to say three things about God's people doing life together. Okay, here's the first one. You probably figured this out yourself uh, a long time ago. Life together won't always be easy. You know, like why are we encouraged to accept one another? Because people will sometimes do things that make us want to push them away. Why are we being asked to forgive one another? Well, because people will do things that hurt us. Why are we asked to bear with one another? Because sometimes people just seem unbearable. Who's coming to mind for you now? No, no, don't do that. Uh, all right, like Paul the Apostle, he doesn't say like, here's, here's a way forward just so that you can do okay. He doesn't say this. He doesn't say, just abandon your church because like, you know, Stinky Bob came to church hungover and he said to you, you look really fat in those jeans. Paul doesn't say, hey, quit going to church because nosy Nancy told you that you need to get your kids under control and do a better job parenting. Or Paul doesn't say, hey, just throw in the towel on church because Pastor P taught that the Crusaders is God's favorite rugby team, which of course it's not. And, um, and you know, our scriptures say, forgive, bear with one another, encourage one another. Be kind and compassionate. Christians have been called to be kind long before our government used it as a slogan. There's a poster here. Like someone should have put Ephesians 4.32 on that poster. Be kind. Okay, here's a second thing about uh, doing life together. Maturity is found through relationship. It's not a guarantee but you can't learn patience on your own. You can't learn kindness if you're on a desert island. You can't serve others if there's no one there to serve. How can you grow in love if there is no one to love? The whole of Ephesians chapter 4, I'd encourage you to read it, is all about living a life worthy of your calling. 
and it's an invitation to maturity. It says this, that we, we reach unity in the faith. It's talking about maturity. We reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. It's an invitation to maturity. And relationships, they are God-given gifts to give us opportunities to grow up. When I was single, I was pretty confident that I was, uh, wasn't was a very selfish person. I felt like I was a pretty giving person. And then when I got married, I realized that I wasn't as unselfish as I thought I was. So I had to do some work. And then when I had kids, I realized, man, I've still got way long to, to go. I've still got way further to go. And at Jesus, he made this statement. It was quite a piercing statement. At John 13, 35, at the time when he just was gathering his disciples together at the Last Supper and really just taught some just really intimate truth. He said this, By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Like I've got an old book about the church, which I just love. It's, it's called The Company of the Committed by Elton Trueblood. There's a name for you. He says this about these words of Jesus. No sincere Christian can fail to take it seriously. That's this whole thing about knowing you are my disciples. Everyone will know you are my disciples if you love one another. No sincere Christian can fail to take it seriously. It may not indicate the sufficiency of love, but at least it at least indicates the necessity of love. When we... Sorry, we know then, whatever else we know, that the unloving fellowship is a heretical fellowship so far as Christianity is concerned. And he also says this, the first Christians were sometimes divisive, sometimes snobbish, sometimes deceitful, but they had no doubt concerning the nature of the standard from which they were departing. It was the standard of a living concern for one another and for all people in the sense of a burning desire for the welfare of the other person. Though most of the early Christians were glaringly imperfect, the affectionate quality of their fellowship was actually noted by the outside world. Maturity can be found through relationship. The third thing I just want to say is the gold is in staying together. Like People can be draining. But if you step towards relationship instead of away from them, you will find opportunities to grow. Like people will annoy you, but if you do the mahi, you get the treats. If you do the work of making and keeping things right with people, you grow and mature and you become the person that most of us hope that we could become. C.S. Lewis, the great Christian author, he says this, um, to love at all is to be vulnerable love anything and your heart will be wronged and possibly broken if you want to make sure of keeping it intact you must give it to no one not even an animal what he's saying is that if you don't love anything you won't get hurt but you're just not living what is what is life without love so if you look at yourself and you wish you're a better person in times of stress or frustration or disappointment or loss, good news, uh, you can grow into what you hope to be. But we've got to do it. We get there by doing the work of living well with each other. We grow in patience. We learn to forgive. We learn to make things right. 
We learn to bear with annoying people. We learn to spur one another on into love. I know you hear a lot about groups at Coast Vineyard Church and being a part of a group. It's not just a good idea. It's like it's an opportunity to help you to become the person that you hope to be, to be around people where you have to like get on. And um, sometimes it's not always easy. You know, you might be sitting next to Stinky Bob. So when things get hard, like don't quit, don't run, don't hide. Don't interpret a challenging situation as God's prompt to leave. It is God's invitation to grow. But if you don't do the mahi, you don't do the you don't get the treat. So yes, it takes effort and it takes work, but there is gold to be found. You know, the Message Bible paraphrases Ephesians 4 verse 13 and describes maturity as this. We're all moving rhythmically and easily with each other, efficient and graceful in response to God's Son, full, fully mature adults, fully developed within and without, fully alive like Christ. Like, doesn't that sound good? I want that. So when life gets challenging, it can be easy to want to withdraw, either inwardly or just to run away. But, but let's grab a hold of the wisdom and encouragement from the writer of Hebrews. In Hebrews 10, it says, don't give up meeting together but encourage one another. Okay, I'm going to finish in about 60 seconds and then there'll be a reading from Luca and then there'll be three repeating slides that I'll just encourage you to uh, engage with. But let me just finish with this. Like today, let's make or remake a commitment to Christian community, a commitment to being the church together and realize that it is a worthy goal and then choose to say yes to this through thick or thin. Let's choose to do the work of bearing with one another in love and making every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit. Knowing that it won't always be easy, but knowing it's where I can grow and knowing that gold can come from staying together. So let's offer hospitality to one another. Maybe we'll be able to do that next week when we can do 25 people outside. Let's greet one another. Let's accept one another. Let's live in harmony with one another. Let's bear with one another and encourage one another. Let's be kind and compassionate to one another. Let's forgive one another. Let's spur one another on to love and good deeds. Coast Vineyard, no matter what comes, we're made for each other and we're better together. Thanks again for tuning in to today's message. We hope and pray that it's been most helpful. If you're keen to find out more about us as a church whānau, you're welcome to go to coast.org.nz or of course we'd love to meet you in person. We meet at 10am at Aurewa College on the beautiful Hibiscus Coast and you're more than welcome. Be blessed and have a great day.